Leadership isn't necessarily about being out front all the time, about being the spokesperson. Leadership for me is about making sure that you are giving your team the skills and confidence they need to be able to progress. You're listening to the Fitness Industry Podcast, powered by Australian Fitness Network. For articles, resources, and inspiration to grow your fitness business, go to fitnessnetwork.com.au, where you can also find out how to access exclusive discounts on Filex, the fitness industry convention. In this episode, leadership expert Steve Pettit talks the value of humility, the difference between managing and leading, and why having the desire to see others succeed will determine your own success as a leader, with Network's Oliver Kitchenman. Welcome, Steve. Thank you for having me. Steve, as someone who's worked with a number of leading companies and individuals in the fitness industry, can I ask how you personally define leadership? Yeah, you can. Look, leadership is all about motivating others towards a common goal. It's all about creating a vision and forming a team that all want to move towards that vision. You know, leadership isn't so much about telling people what to do. It's more about showing people where you want to go and then assisting them with the skill sets that they need to help you get to that point. Okay. So what would you say the difference is between being a boss and being a leader? Yeah, it's a really interesting question. Quite often it's asked around the difference between a leader and a manager. So for this one, I'll put my boss and manager in the same category. When you're talking about a manager, you're talking about someone that's been put in a position and people have to do what that individual says because that's their role. They're not necessarily doing it out of respect, they're doing it out of duty. And management is very important in business, but leadership goes to the next level. Leadership is about um, growing your team so that they then have the skills to be able to assist themselves and assist the overall vision of the business. So, you know, uh, a boss is... An important thing in a business, a manager is a really important thing, but leadership really takes both the boss and manager mentality and takes it to the next level. It's all about making sure that the team have the right skill set um, and have the right motivation for working towards the goals of the business. Okay, interesting. So from your experience of working with lots of industry leaders, what would you say are the most important traits that you find? It's an interesting one. Back at Filex, it was a number of years ago, I remember the keynote presenter, unfortunately I can't remember his name, but he did a session on humility. And the entire keynote was on humility and it, it was really, it was fa- a fantastic presentation. And I actually believe that's one of the most important thing for a leader to have is humility. Because leadership isn't necessarily about being out front all the time, about being the spokesperson. Leadership for me is about making sure that you are giving your team the skills and confidence they need to be able to progress. So humility would definitely be one, a desire to help others grow uh, and achieve, and an interest in people personally, not just because it helps you progress an agenda, but because you actually care, because there are people within your team that you want to see do well, and all people have ups and downs, and it's just a matter as a leader of understanding that and being able to listen and listen really effectively. I think listening for me is probably the one thing when I started in leadership that I didn't really get. When you start in leadership, it's very much about, well, if I'm not talking, then am I being an effective leader? But over time, I really learned that I think the most effective leaders are the ones that have to say very little. 
The most effective leaders are the ones that actually ask questions to have other people come up with the right answers and facilitate that process. So I think there are a number of important traits for leadership. Humility is definitely one. Uh, the ability to listen, uh, and not only listen, but be able to formulate an appropriate response, and then assist whoever you're talking to, move forward in the right direction as a consequence of the conversation you've had with them. I think uh, being able to reflect on any situation and be able to come away from it and think, what could have I done better from that situation is really important. And that's that really comes into something I'm sure we'll talk about a little bit later, which is emotional intelligence. And that's self-awareness. It's one's ability to really be able to look in the mirror and say, well, what's my part been in this? But uh, we might talk about that a little bit more later. So the single most important attribute that a leader might need? I really think it is a desire to see others grow and develop. Because leadership, it's not about a task. Leadership is about creating a vision or a goal and bringing together a group of people and moving towards that goal. You know, you think about leadership and you think about humans. Humans, you know, you can bring people together from incredibly different backgrounds, cultures, religions, and you're asking them all to move towards the same point. Now, on the face of it, these people may have had no interest at any other point in their life of working together. But all of a sudden, they're thrown together in this team, and you as the leader are saying, well, we've got to move forward. So as a leader, you've got to be really passionate about making sure that each person in that team is appropriately geared to assist the business in its overall endeavors. So the emotional intelligence, or EQ as it's sometimes called, which you referred to previously, how does that relate to leadership? Yeah, EQ is, I didn't actually know a lot about it. Um, I completed an MBA, uh, finished it last year, and it took me six years to complete. And I was doing a leadership course, and this concept of emotional intelligence came up. And I was absolutely fascinated, not necessarily because it was new to me. The concept was new to me, but the methodology wasn't. What it actually stand for really sang to my style of leadership, and that is about trying to help others in understanding emotions. When you talk about EQ, it's really the ability to control one's own emotions, the emotions of others, and the emotions of groups. And when you think about that, it sounds like you know a difficult thing to do, but emotional intelligence is broken down into four areas. The first is self-awareness. The second is self-regulation. Then you've got social awareness, which is broken down into empathy and motivation. And then you talk about relationship management. But um, if I was to focus on one area that is really important in leadership, that would be self-awareness. And I talked about the mirror in the window before. Great leaders, each and every time something goes well or something goes wrong, will do one of two things. They will go to the mirror, look in it and say, what has my part been in this not going well? Or they'll go to the mirror and say, what has my part been in this going well? Whereas when you're talking about leaders that may only be emerging in their journey, they'll go straight to the window and they'll look out the window and they'll say, well, what are all the variables that have worked against me so that this outcome hasn't ended as I would have liked? And that's a really interesting thing. That comes back to the self-awareness as we talked about earlier. And that's the ability to be able to look at a situation and say, how have I influenced it and taking responsibility for that? Because there is real power in saying to a team, you know what? We got this wrong, and this is my part in it, but we got it wrong together. The strength in leadership is then about saying, okay, well, we may have got it wrong, but what are we going to do next to make sure we get the right outcome? You know, there's no problems with getting things wrong. Uh, I demanded of my team that we get things wrong because it's a philosophy of trip but don't fall. 
if as a leader you never allow someone to trip, then you're not helping them grow. As a leader, you don't want to see someone fall, but you want to give them the opportunity to get things wrong because that's when you help them develop in their leadership styles. So which leaders um, that, that you've seen have inspired you most in your own leadership style and inspired you to get on your own journey towards leadership? Look, it's, I'll have to take you back a little bit. When I lived in Queenstown, New Zealand, I worked at a horticultural centre and uh, my boss at the time, his name was Alan. Now, Alan owned this little horticultural centre and he had about four to five staff, but he was one of the most incredible leaders I've ever worked for because he was just so thoughtful with his time um, and so generous with his feedback. And I always think back to him, and I didn't realize at the time how formative that was for me, working with Alan. But I really appreciated everything he did for me, and he really helped me grow uh, an interest in leadership and a passion for it. Moving on, you know, if you look on the more global stage, one person I admire greatly is Nelson Mandela. The thing I admire about Nelson Mandela is just his absolute, resolute belief in what he was going to achieve. And as a leader, that's critical. You have to believe at every fiber of your being that what you were doing is right. And Nelson Mandela did that. He did it through times of turmoil and he did it through times of joy. But um, when he was released from prison, he knew that he had a goal and that was to reunite South Africa. And he did it. So I always look to Nelson Mandela as one of the, the key leaders that I really look up to. And it really comes back to that point of he just believed. And because of his deep sense of belief, he had others believe. And then others were prepared to move with him. And he created what is um, now a more unified South Africa than it has ever been before. So what advice would you have for other people that are looking to progress in their own leadership journey? Ah, I think first... Um, be prepared to get some stuff wrong. Don't be afraid to try and get wrong. Because if you're not trying, if you're getting everything right, then it's the old story, you're probably just not pushing yourself hard enough. People moving to their own leadership journey, I think um, they've got to be prepared to learn. And they've mostly got to be prepared to understand that leadership is not a destination. Leadership is a journey. So leadership doesn't have this end point. Being a great leader is each and every day looking at ways that you can develop yourself and develop those around you. You know, emotional intelligence for me over the last six or seven years has been really important. And uh, I've been fortunate enough to do a lot of study on it and a lot of presenting on it. But that was one thing that really took me to the next level in my leadership was being able to help other people understand emotional intelligence and the impact that it had on them as leaders. So my biggest um, advice for someone moving into leadership is just back yourself. You're not always going to get it right, but if you are honest, if you have humility and integrity, then you'll go far. So I guess that leads me on to another question, which is what is the biggest lesson that you've learned in relation to leadership? Uh, good question. I, it probably comes back a little bit to the point I've made, and that is that you don't stop. There is no end point. You know, for emerging leaders, that could seem quite confronting. It's like, well... You know, if I run a 100-meter race, I know there's a finish line, and I know I'm going to get a time, and I know I'm going to be happy or not with that time. But it's not the same with leadership. Leadership is just an evolution of skill sets over time and one's ability to be able to communicate effectively uh, with those around them, and as I said earlier, be able to motivate uh, a team towards a cause. So the biggest lesson in leadership, I believe, is uh, take time to look in the mirror, understand how your emotions impact those around you, 
If something goes wrong, it's okay to be upset, but it's okay to acknowledge that you're upset and understand what the impact of that is on others around you. And that comes back to self-regulation, which is the second component of emotional intelligence. The ability to really understand your own emotions and then control them, knowing what's coming up in terms of an emotional response. Fantastic advice. Steve, thank you very much for talking to Network. It's been my pleasure, Ollie. Thanks for having me. For more articles, resources, and inspiration to grow your fitness business, go to fitnessnetwork.com.au.